The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Schaap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the overlap between brand and performance marketing. Joining us is Joe Yakwell, who is the founder and CEO of Within, which is the first performance branding company, which collapses the funnel between performance and brand to unify marketing objectives, targets, and strategy. Partnered with a brand's unique value proposition, Within integrates media and personalized content solutions that are designed to maximize growth. So far this week, Joe and I have talked about unlocking marketing attribution. Yesterday, we talked about iterative creative testing. Today, we're going to wrap up our conversation talking about revenue generation versus conversion rate optimization. All right, here's the last part of my conversation with Joe Yakwell, the founder and CEO of Within. Joe, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for having me, Ben. Excited to have you back on the show. You know, we've covered a lot of ground talking about marketing attribution, figuring out how to assign value to a marketing channel and creative iteration, figuring out how you can expand some of the volume of your channels and really understand how your consumers see your brand in the wild. It seems like this all leads into the war that's happening in marketing. I think that there's two camps. There's the RevOps revenue generation side where everything we're focusing on is making sure that we are just maximizing basically the top line revenue that's coming in, looking for volume. And then there's the conversion rate optimization camp, the sort of data-driven marketers who don't care how much volume is coming in as long as they're doing an optimal job converting it. Talk to me about the difference between revenue generation and conversion rate optimization and which camp is winning the war. I think the instant gratification that we all know is live and well in our culture these days applies to marketers just as well. And I think people are so quick to invest in the type of marketing activities that drive immediate results that they tend to avoid really big opportunities that might not have instant gratification. What do I mean by instant gratification? I need more revenue. I'm just going to spend more money on paid media, right? I can just spend more money tomorrow and drive more revenue tomorrow. But if I told you that you could drive 20% more revenue by making a 20% improvement in conversion rate by running conversion optimization testing or implementing certain best practices, for some reason, that's way less appealing or way less motivating for marketers. The same way that SEO, I find, is is very undervalued by marketers. Same, Same problem. SEO is not instant gratification. You have to invest in content. You have to invest in site architecture. You have to invest in backlinking, and you will get results over time. 
but you can't just turn on the spigot tomorrow like you can with paid media. So I think it's less about who's winning the war and more about marketers need to have an appetite for both short-term and long-term investments. And people who manage marketers need to have the, the same kind of understanding of that. Because if, I think a lot of times this short-sightedness that actually comes from top-down pressure to juice numbers tomorrow or for this week or for this month and a lack of willingness to make bets or investments on things that will pay off over the next six to 12, even if they might be much bigger ROI opportunities. Every marketer who's listening to this podcast right now is sitting there shaking their head saying, yeah, see, it takes time for these marketing programs and campaigns to mature. You got to give me a little room to run, a little chance to operate. And everybody who's managing marketers that's listening to this podcast is saying, that sounds like some bullshit my marketing team tells me to just get more budget and get more time to figure out what's actually working. By the way, the funny part about what you just said is the immediate response I have is the opposite on the budget part. Actually, hey, if you have more time to let these investments pan out, you should actually need less budget to achieve the same goals. That's the whole point. I'm a huge fan of putting an ROI against everything. But I think brand efforts, for the most part, can have an ROI tied to them just as much as performance efforts. We call it performance branding because we try to blur the lines between the two. But if people look at their brand marketing, I would really urge them to look at what the ROI is in that brand marketing. And most people will look at me like I'm crazy and say, it's brand marketing. Why are you talking to me about ROI? Ask me how many people I reached. Ask me how much engagement I got. But don't ask me what ROI I got. And I say, why? Right? Money is money. If you're going to invest it in brand marketing, are you not doing it to make money? Are you doing it for some other altruistic purpose? Most people that spend money on brand are still doing it for the same reason of driving ROI. They're just looking at it longer term. So to me, it's a matter of time frame, not a matter of budget. And conversion optimization is a great example of that, like site speed. One of the best ways to improve conversion rate is by improving site speed. I want to know how much each brand who's shaking their head is investing in site speed. And I think you'll find that most brands don't invest anything in site speed. Much larger brands, when they look, think about site speed, they think about not letting it get slower but they don't necessarily think about making it faster. And if you look at sites like Amazon, one of the best you know, things that Amazon has going for them is not just their speed of delivery, it's their speed of their site. That site loads so quick, even with no Wi-Fi on a mobile device and 3G relative to any other site on the web. Why? Because they know it improves conversion rate. Because they have all the engineers, but yeah, go on. So all I'm getting at here is conversion optimization is a real opportunity that doesn't require, I don't want to say any budget because you might need a little bit for a tool or a little bit for internal resources, but relative to the amount that you need to drive a 20% gain on the overall business from paid media, because remember, a lot of your business doesn't come from paid media. If you want to make a 20% improvement in revenue for the business overall, you might need to double your paid media investment. But you might be able to get a 20% lift in revenue overall by running conversion rate optimization testing or site speed improvements that cost a fraction of what you invest in paid media. It's a chicken or the egg problem to me, right? If you're trying to grow your business, you can grow the size of your business or you can grow the efficiency of your business. Either way, what's trickling down to the bottom line, you can win either way or you could lose either way, I guess. But you can focus on growing the overall pie. But Ben, it's not size versus efficiency, really, right? Because conversion optimization is still size, right? I'm saying, hey, when you get a 20% lift in conversion rate, your business just grew by 20%. Because if the traffic coming in is the same and the conversion rate goes up 20%, your rev just went up 20%. So it's actually, even if we want to make the whole thing about volume, the question is, where do I spend my time and my money? Do I spend my time and my money on more paid media and spend more on Google and Facebook and the likes? 
Or do I take some of that time and money and put it into improving my site speed? That's going to improve my conversion rate or running conversion rate testing, AB multivariate, right? Or take an SEO example, spend time on on-site content and site architecture and backlinking strategies. And then it's just a question of where I put my time and money and how long I'm willing to wait for those investments to pay out. But I'm a big fan of holding them all under the same ROI constraints. If I can get the same or better ROI out of a six-month investment in SEO or a 12-month investment in conversion optimization, why would I not take that bet over just dumping more money in paid media that doesn't necessarily change the next day? Conversion optimization stays. SEO, for the most part, stays. Paid media, you got to invest the same amount tomorrow. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. I'll play devil's advocate, and I'll preface this with I'm the host of the Voices of Search podcast, and I think I understand the value of SEO and conversion rate optimization. But there's the camp that agrees that performance marketing is valuable, right? Why would I put money into search engine optimization when I have to six, wait six months to see the return and there's no guarantee when I have something that is a known channel that produces an ROI that's right now that I can then expedite the growth of my business to try to get to the next milestone faster? Look, this is going to depend on what your business goals and objectives are. If I'm trying to raise a round of funding and I need to show that I'm on rocket ship trajectory, I don't have six months to wait for SEO. Now, what ends up happening for a lot of early stage businesses that are like paid marketing, paid marketing, paid marketing, we're growth, 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 growth. They get to, you know, series B, maybe it's series C. And then all of a sudden it's, hey, the metrics are changing. People want to see profitability out of our business because we're starting to think about exit, not just trajectory. And all of a sudden it's like, well, how are you cultivating other marketing channels that are not performance marketing related? You mentioned, hey, it's not only time, it's not only budget, it's not only efficiency. It's also where are you in the trajectory of your business that I also think plays a big factor into making the decision of 
conversion rate optimization, of organic growth, of performance marketing. It really depends on what your corporate strategic goals are as well. No, 100%. And that's where the business objective might dictate, I need immediate return. And that's, of course, a different story. If you need immediate return to close a funding round and you need to show revenue growth this month, it's a very different story than I'm trying to build my business over the next five years. But I think a lot of brands are putting pressure on themselves to put up better numbers this month, even though the business doesn't have a particular transactional event happening that month. They're just living month to month. Every month is about how well they do that month. And they never take their head out of the sand to say, wait a minute, why don't I invest in something that's going to make the next month easier? This is always the trap for performance-based marketing is at some point you either hit a cap on your ROI, you just can't put any more money in efficiently, or you're sitting there living in a month-to-month paycheck-to-paycheck, and at some point the debt collector is going to come calling, and you're going to want to have cultivated those organic channels. You're going to want to have focused on conversion rate optimization, so you're incrementally getting better over time as opposed to just buying your way into growth. That I absolutely agree with you on, Joe. The same thing goes for LTV, right? We talk a lot about LTV with our clients, and it's the same story. If you optimize the revenue and your efficiency metric is ROAS, you're always going to do what's best for revenue today, but not necessarily make it easier to hit revenue tomorrow. And if you invest based on LTV, you're investing in compound revenue streams or even better compounding profit streams. And every day that you optimize LTV, you're making tomorrow's number easier to hit. But if you're always optimizing for today, then you're always making tomorrow harder versus optimizing for tomorrow and making tomorrow easier. I think that's great advice, understanding not only what your goals are on the short term, but also making sure that you're not selling yourself short down the road. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Joe Yakwell, founder and CEO of Within. If you'd like to get in touch with Joe, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his company's handle is WithinCo, that's W. I-T-H-I-N-C-O, or you can visit his company's website, which is within.co, which has a marketing pulse dashboard that has a lot of up-to-date real-time information on what's happening with performance and brand marketing. Just one more link on our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.